Are you ready now? Uh, you know, we should have done this earlier in the day when I was just drooling and unable to talk because of the dentist. Oh, dumb. It's just, I had to get my teeth done today, mostly cleaned. Mm-hmm. And they, but they numbed me up and I was just a drooly mess. It was fantastic. I've had that done before and it's not fun. Yeah, yeah it happens. Yeah. I uh, should go to the dentist more than like every couple of years. So. Well, I think they're going to encourage you to do that now. Teen cle- <laughs> clean teeth are sexy. Yeah. I are. also can't talk anymore just in general because I have the effing keto flu. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that for a quick second? When my dumbass decided to do keto to lose weight. Yep. And now I can't think properly. Nope. You, you know, certainly cannot. You know what that means? What? You're going to do most of this podcast today. Oh, cool. All right. You're taking the lead on this one. All right. This is your own doing, by the way. Why? Because you went on a vacation without me and just went to a ton of breweries without me while I was at home just crying, pooping myself. You were crying? I don't know. Probably. What did you do on Friday night? Oh, I went brewery hopping in Renton. Oh, so you, you had some beers. I did, and that was my cheat day. I've been good every other day since then, though. Okay, and you have another cheat day coming up? On Saturday. But not today. But not today. So no beers for Matt today. I'm not... Uh, yeah. Oh, it was mine. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, what kind of beer is that? It's actually a seltzer. It's yeah, a, a grapefruit seltzer. I bought those uh, out at Long Beach for uh, the Dornessa wedding. Um, and uh, they've been sitting in the fridge since. So I thought I, I mean, would I could have, have, have a right seltzer now. if I wanted, but I'm going to save all my seltzers for later. All right. Trivia. All right. Anyways, welcome to podcast number 32. Uh, we're going to be talking about essentially nothing today that. Well, I mean, it's just Sam mostly going to be me talking about beers I've had and then Matt crying softly in the corner. I'm so aroused just thinking about that. <laughs> Moving on. So anyways, there uh, not a lot has gone on. We've uh, we did have a little bit of traveling around the state of Washington recently. Yeah. We let's talk about uh, that. Real in quick my first. mind, hit the hardest brewery to hit in the state of go to say in, uh, in the state of Washington. See, I can't talk. I can't think. <laughs> I literally am just a mess. Yeah, it's been like this the last three days since I've been home, everybody. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, so the hardest brewery to hit in the state of Washington. Republic Brewing. Yes. Did I nail that? Yes, you got that in right. In your face, nerd. Uh, yeah, Republic Brewing in beautiful Republic, Washington. Middle of Effie nowhere. It is beautiful up there. It actually is. It, it was a gorgeous drive up there. I was kind of rolling my eyes a little bit at Matt when he was talking. He was like, well, we're going to go camping out there. And I was like, it's a five and a half hour drive to camp for two nights. Like, that's ridiculous. And he was like, no, we'll, we'll stop in uh, Euphrata on the way there okay, and so like, make a trip out of it. Let's talk and about <laughs> the beer scene in Euphrata real quick. Okay. Let's talk about that trip to Euphrata. I feel, okay, so I'm not going to shit on the town of Euphrata, but I am. What is the saddest town I've ever been in my life? It actually wouldn't be that bad if literally anything had been open there's no so we had one bar and one dive bar yeah we found one dive bar we found a pizza place that was open they actually had legitimately good pizza it yep. was like timeout pizza or something yeah it yeah. was good um and then the nearest brewery was in quincy which was closed which is ancient yeah. lakes yeah so we yeah. decided before dinner to drive out there and um check out the brewery in because quincy everything on their website said they were open yeah we get there not open at all and n- it's in one of those little like uh, community places, kind of like that one in Wenatchee that's the train station. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what it, it was. It had a, a little restaurant. Yeah. yeah, it had like a little restaurant and a little 
um, deli. I think and, there was a winery in yeah, there too. I think there was a wine. Yeah, there was a winery in there and a couple other little places. And everything was shut down except for the restaurant. So we were like, okay, well, let's, uh, you know, try something different. So we turned around and we were like, well, let's go to this. Let's try to go to this dive bar that our friend has talked about. And then we couldn't find that. And so we just drove back. We stopped by a grocery store and picked up a couple of the Ancient Lakes Brewing beers. Yes, we did. Um, I mean, it was an IPA. Yep. It was. I mean, I've had a couple of their beers before. Had Their best thing I had was a lager, which is good on them because sometimes lagers are incredibly hard to make because... Mm-hmm. You have to be perfect on them. Yeah. But the IPA was fine. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. And, you know, who knows how old they are when they're at a grocery store. So, I mean, we went to the Safeway later in Euphreda and I got a six pack of icicle beers and then looked at their dated like, you know, eight months prior. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt tried to open one of those at the hotel later and it. uh, It was just. I mean, I, I know he Icicle like, makes he's good like, beer. He was like, I think I'm done drinking for the night. <laughs> and, and like Icicle who's, makes fantastic beer. Their Enchantment series is amazing. But when you have it sit in a well, grocery store for six to eight months, that's it's not, not going to be good. Yeah, that's not Icicle's fault. That's no, the, the grocery, grocery store or store the distributor's fault. fault. Yeah, it's one of their faults. The distributor should pull that. Well, it's, I mean, I find that at grocery stores a lot of the time, unless grocery stores specialize in beer to some extent, uh, it's kind of hard to find IPAs that are actually... Uh, fresh enough to um, really get a gauge for how good they are. Um, so I don't know. That's my opinion on grocery store beers. Yeah. So, anyways, that was Euphreda. Uh And then, so then we pushed on to Republic the next day, and we. Hey, how dare you forget about the beautiful Soap Lake, Washington? Okay. Yeah, we stopped at Soap Lake. Our feet have been in Soap Lake. Our dog tried to drink the water. He did not have a good time with that. No, no, it's very minerally. Yeah. Very kind of salty. Yeah. Um, Sound Town is incredibly sad also. Uh, I mean, if anybody has no idea where Euphreda and Soap Lake are, just go to Ellensburg and then go northeast for like an hour or so. And boom, you're in Euphreda. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. That's, I, I thought it was to describe Euphreda. It's right in the middle, like right in the heart of central Washington. Didn't we try to go somewhere in Soap? In the, is Soap Lake a town or is yeah. it? Okay. Um, didn't we try to find like? We drove around. Yeah, nothing or, was really open. Okay, yeah. So we just drove around. That whole t- that whole area was, was not very open. There was nothing. I'm, so, anyways, that's it. Then we got the the privilege of making that beautiful drive. So, but Euphreda, so like kind of in the middle of the farming area of the of Washington. But if you just keep rolling north, you start getting those high foothills into mm-hmm. into like kind of low mountains where you just got a lot of those Ponderosa pines. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gorgeous area. Oh, it was. It was absolutely gorgeous driving out there. Yeah. You go by like Banks Lake. You stop. You kind of go by uh, uh, Grand, Grand Coulee, Coulee Dam, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's just an actually really gorgeous drive. It's not a drive I would do uh, regularly. Because yeah, because it's, so, far it's far away. so it's so long. But it was it was pretty. If you're doing like a long, long weekend or maybe a full week, and you're just kind of going to drive around Washington, I think it's a good place to stop I bet you that by, area in the fall is just absolutely gorgeous, though. Like, yeah. it's pretty in the dead of summer, but in the fall when they get a little bit more rain, mm-hmm. ooh, that's good. Because they get seasons in central Washington. That's cool. Yeah. We don't get seasons. We just get, now we get summer, and then we, can, then we get winter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We get a little fall. I like fall. Yeah. Um, that, well, that moment where it's not 80 degrees and it's not quite 50 degrees. Yeah, that's my favorite time of year. It's like a week long. I know, and I love it. It's my favorite week. Um, 
Uh, I was going to say something else about that. Oh, if you do make that trip and are driving around BYOB. Yeah. Yeah, bring yeah, bring just in, BYOB. Bring a, stop in Eber, get a couple growlers, stop up at the pass and get up uh, from Drew Brew or mm-hmm. Cleelum. But yeah, it's your your options are limited. There's nothing out there. Yeah. Uh we we also stopped at Drew Brew on that trip on the way out. Oh, yeah. For lunch, um, and they had a pretty good multiplayer collab. Oh yeah, the multiplayer collabs have been uh, a pleasant addition this year. So, um, I know a handful of breweries have been doing it. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole idea is it's a collaboration, um, like when it's like a loose collaboration where they just basically is like make an IPA, however you want it to be done, make an IPA. So does it have a recipe like a basic recipe that you can you have to follow, or is it just um, make an IPA? Because uh, I feel like I've heard two different things. So Frank from Bickerson's told us that it has to be just a um, uh, an IPA within a certain specific of like of the ABVs. Like it's like between six and seven. Okay. But I know that um, Postdoc made a double, okay. and other places it made one less. So I mean, there's 192 breweries participating in this collaboration, mm-hmm. which is the the I don't, I don't even know who it's for. I think it's just the Washington Brewers Guild. I think, okay. it's, I think it's just them getting this done. So just to kind of stir something. Yeah, up just fun to get things together. Yeah. So yeah, most did it. So I, you know, high school's done one. Bickerson's has done one. Uh, Postdoc, Drew mm-hmm. Brew, Crucible, Rubens did one. I um, mean, you know, a lot of the breweries around here did one. So uh, they're really they're released on Father's Day, so you can probably still find them around a little bit. Of the ones that you've mentioned, I think I've had I've had Bickerson's, uh, Drew Brew, and Republic, Republic, mm-hmm. and uh, what was the other one that you mentioned that I was like, oh, I've had that one too. Um, I don't remember, but they're they've all been pretty good. Um, I've enjoyed them so far. Yeah, so I'm trying to see uh see what happens with the, where the proceeds go to. I think it just supports the Washington Brewers Guild, which is the the guild that supports all the breweries and. You know, provides legal assistance when the state of Washington comes with some dumb idea like King County needs to stop allowing breweries to be open that are located somewhere near its house or you know dumps off like that. So mm-hmm. good on the Washington Brewers Guild. Um, always been a fan of them. The label's pretty cool. It's kind of a Donkey Kong Mario type thing. Yeah, I like the I do like the label a lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed well while we're up there is Republics. Republic had. I know nothing about this brewery going in because they're not at festivals. They don't really come over here. I think the only thing we know about Republic is that where Lauren Culp, who ran for the Republican for the gubernatorial candidacy in Washington, is from. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew about Republic. I didn't know that it's a adorable little cowboy town out in the middle of nowhere. It is a pretty little town. It is. It's kind of funny though because um, I like to send postcards to friends from different places that we visit. Uh, and the only ones they had of Republic was this like terrible aerial view. Oh, and it was from like twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah, from like the eighties or something. It was it was pretty. Funny. They need to, they need to step up their postcard game. I was game. like, this is the best picture they have of this town, and it's actually a pretty cute town. So well, it like, looks like trash in that photo. It does. Like, it just looks postcard. like kind of a garbage town, but um, but it's not. And it was cute, and I enjoyed the brewery out there. I know I had the multi collab there. Uh, which I really enjoyed. That was the first one that I had while we were there, and it's theirs is a a little on the hazy side, but not overly hazy. It's still very drinkable, not too heavy. Um, and then I think I had the pale, uh, which was pretty good. Um, yeah, and then I they think had it's a, called the Republic Pale. And then they had an IPA that I can't remember the name of, but I think it's their flagship IPA. Was it the kind of the maltier one of the? Of no, the it, there was like maybe there was three, because um, it wasn't too malty. Okay. Yeah, it's a they have a cool little outdoor area. It's not a huge area or a huge brewery, 
Um, but they have a nice little outdoor area with probably six, seven tables. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know, We could bring well, our dog. Yeah, it's dog-friendly. It's decorated with old brewery stuff. So they actually have an, uh, an Everett Brewing Company sign that I really wanted to steal to go with my Everett Brewing beer that I still have in my house that I've mm-hmm. not given to the Everett uh, Historical Society yet because I've been lazy. That needs to go up there at some point. But they, uh, yeah, it's, it feels like a brewery. That's the biggest compliment I can give a brewery is when you go and you're like, this is a brewery. Yeah, it was a really this- comfortable outdoor area. Um, I, you know, I just really liked it. We um, definitely, we went there when we, f- it was the first thing we did when we got into the town before we st- set up our campsite. Uh, we met our friends there and had a couple beers, and then we went back to our campsite, set up, spent the night. Next day, um, Matt and I were kind of like, let's go back. So, you know, it was good enough that we decided to go back. Yeah, when you're camping, you have nothing else to do besides just keep drinking. True. So, anyways, Republic, good on it. Uh, on the way back, we didn't really get to stop at much. We stopped at a few. I mean, it's tough when we have a dog and everything's kind mm-hmm. of a restaurant. Yeah. Um. We tried to stop at Timber Monster, but they were closed. Yeah, because it was a Monday coming What back. was the one in Monroe we stopped at? Oh, what was the one in Monroe we stopped at? That was dog-friendly, and it was funny because he kept running out of beer. Um, I'm just Googling Monroe breweries right now. That was Crooked Label Brewing. Okay, and they were pretty new, right? They, they were pretty new. It was a one-barrel system, and he had the problem of not being able to brew because with the one-barrel system, it wasn't temperature-controlled, so he just had to wait for it to get cooler to brew beers mm-hmm. i said throughout the suggestion of maybe do try some kvekis but he said he never played with those before so but he uh he had like four or five beers on tap three of them blew while we were there mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so but, but they yeah. were pretty they were super friendly and they were nice to to go to and it was a nice stop on the way home it's a incredibly long drive from republic to renton um so it was nice to be able to break that up a little bit and um, as you might expect, there's always that terrible traffic as you're going like through the Sultan area. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good to be able to. It was like an stop. hour. It took us an hour to get from Index to Sultan. And did we we did we stop in Leavenworth on the way? We, we did, did. We too. stopped at Icicle. Okay, yeah, and we got lunch there too, I mean, right? I, I, yeah. Every every time we go somewhere or every t- everywhere we go, and if we get a chance to go to Leavenworth, we're going there, and then in, we're going to stop at Icicle. True. Dog friendly on True. the outside. Yeah. And, you know, the food's, you know, it's kind of basic there. They got sandwiches, they got pretzels and all that. But there's mm-hmm. plenty of good options in Leavenworth. Yeah. Because I, mean, I recently hiked through the Enchantments. Well, not all the way through, but a big chunk of it. And at the end, I was like, oh, God, let's just go to Icicle. Was Icicle where you guys stopped for your beer? You'd mentioned you stopped for a beer, but you didn't actually I did. say I, where. I did. It was Icicle. We had stopped. Uh, we got uh, to one of those sausage places, and I got a sausage. Okay. Because meat keto. is healthy on keto. Just yeah, apparently. Great raw dog in that hot dog. <laughs> gross. Okay. Just this. Really, any way you could mean that is gross. Yeah. But I ate that hot dog. Or ate that, ate that wiener. Okay, anyway, so then... We went to high school afterwards. Uh, did we stop anywhere else on the way no, back? No, because then we wanted to get traf- get through the uh, the crap traffic and get back okay. on the west side. Okay, and then did we do any other traveling after that? I feel like we... I mean, went to Fort George? We did, yeah. Fort we went George? To, oh, yeah, I guess we went back down to Long Beach Astoria for our anniversary. We had a three-way. We did have a three-way. We had a three-way and then a three-way with New Zealand. Yes. Because they released two variations of the three-way this year. The normal one, and then the one with all New Zealand hops, which mm-hmm. I actually found better. Uh, I would agree. I liked mm-hmm. the I liked the New Zealand. Not like I'm going to kick not going to kick any of the variations out of bed. True. Um, 
And then, yeah, we just made the normal stops there. Oh, we did go down to uh, Cannon Beach, which is something we'd never done when we were on that trip before. We've been to Pelican. Yeah, we went to Pelican, which was Pelican. It was yeah. fine. And, um, and, like, we didn't have any of the Kiwandas, but... Yeah. The, uh, when I got down there, I was, like, checking things in. It's like, I've had almost all of these. Yeah, you had the one, uh, like... Uh, oh, I've had a Japanese beer that I've never had before. Yeah, I was going to say. On, it's Good pr- thing my brain works. Thank God. It's delicious, pretty- delicious carbs. <laughs> I've actually been doing this diet sort of with Matt, just less strict. So Yeah, because you just went to 50 breweries in Sacramento. Yeah, well, we got to do research for the pod. All right, so we went to, yeah, Pelican, where I've had most of the beers. We went to, uh, was it Public House? Public. Was it Public? Is Public House what it's called? Public crap. See, I can't think of this because I'm not allowed to think. It's so, uh, what the heck is that? I'm Googling Cannon Beach Breweries again because my brain doesn't work. Public Coast, you idiot. Public Coast. That idiot is me in this situation. I also went to Bill's Tavern, too. Oh, yeah. Bill's Tavern, which has their own beer. I had their multi-IPA, but their feel was awesome. Mm-hmm. Cannon Beach itself is adorable. Yeah. I even liked the Pel- I thought Pelican. My meal was really good. Matt got a little shorted on his chips on the fish and chips. Oh, my God. I he got think- like 10, 10 fries. <laughs> Literally 10. The and they're like little nubbin fries, too. <laughs> it was like this definitely was- the bottom of the barrel. This was pre-keto, by the way. Yeah. And then, uh, um, but the beers were fine. I mean, they were what they are. And then uh, Public public Coast um, was good. The beer was good, but the- um, Service was- weird yeah so they we had to wait in line for a really long time and then we had realized we were in the wrong line and then we went and sat at the bar and then we sat there for a while and it just was a little it was like kind of just disorganized but i don't know if they were maybe a lot busier than they were expecting to be that day so there definitely was a lot of people just standing around at some point too and then when we left we were the only ones in there true yeah it was it was not the worst service i've ever had but it was some of the just like There's most no confusing and, and i had weird service at pelican too not like she did anything wrong it's just like she walked up to us and just didn't say a word like do i initiate the hello when you walk up because we're like we're just kind of looking at the beer manual and she's just kind of sitting there staring at us like what bjorn does when he wants to get under goddamn covers he just sits there and looks at me and you let me under the covers bjorn's my dog not like some weird swedish guy coming to my house and trying to get under the covers with me or it is i'm you know it's 2021 so, anyways, and then uh, and then Bill's Tavern. Bill's Tavern. I liked it. We should have got food there. Uh, I actually think the food there looked really good. They had a grilled cheese sandwich that looked delicious, and we got uh, clam chowder that was mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, I thought the food there was actually really good. Although I will say, I got the bacon cheeseburger or the bake barbecue yeah. bacon cheeseburger at uh, Pelican, and that was really good. So, anyways, that was our trip down to Cannon Beach and everything too. I've been to a couple other breweries without Sam, but not as many as her. Uh, which ones have you been to without me? Bird's View up in Concrete, Washington. Oh, right. I like Bird's View. They have good food. They have burgers and sandwiches. So have we determined if it's in an actual yurt? Or is it yurt-inspired building? I think it's yurt-esque. Okay. Um, yurt, yeah, yurt-inspired. Yurtish. Yurtish. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you can have like a full kitchen in a yurt, and I think they do have a kitchen. They do, so. because I okay. got a... I got a burger there. Oh, you did? How was it? It was fantastic. Good. Hit the spot after uh, a week of just eating nothing but bacon and drinking crap beer as I was up at Ross Lake. Do you think that arguably like the 15 pounds of bacon that you brought for five people was too much bacon? Well, I came home with like a pound of bacon. Two pounds. That was it. That was the only thing that came out. So we ate 13 pounds of bacon in five days. Yikes. Okay. Do you think we should have done more? No. Anyway, 
sorry. So you went to Birdsview. You had a burger. It was good. Did you have any beers there? Yeah, I had a beer. I had a uh, a strawberry blonde there, and then I had a a new ha- like a new hazy they had, and the, both were good. The strawberry blonde was thick. Which is weird for a blonde, like almost like a Drecker kind of. Yeah, like, it was it was like, like a Drecker sour, but okay. but a blonde ale. Interesting. And it was it was real thick, but hey, you know what? It was refreshing. It was a warm day, uh, so it was enjoyable. I know that those are called smoothie sours, but I um, have started just taking to calling them Drecker sours. Hey, you know what? If the Drecker um, wants to be known for something, it's for the <laughs> thickest beers alive. I know. Well, it just to me, it, d- it describes like a particular kind, and sometimes the smoothie sours can just mean like there's lactose in it, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to being like alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so then you stopped at Farmstrong after that? Just had one. Okay. Don't Normally. remember what you had? No, it's just I had a beer I had before. Farmstrong okay. doesn't really put anything new. They just keep putting up. Like the good, same beers. good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Then we stopped by Skookum. Uh, you know, some people still don't support Skookum. Mm-hmm. I went there just because everybody else wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I had a couple. I mean, their IPAs are always good. Don't remember which weird names they had. They were new stuff. They were yeah. good, enjoyable. Okay. But yeah, that's Skookum. And then you got back and you kicked off your keto diet. Yep. And then I've had uh, very little beer. I stopped at Dubtown one day to meet up with Frank from Bickerson's. And then I went to Dubtown while you were out of town. And then went to Four Generals and tried some of their new German beers. I went there before a hair appointment not too long ago. And props to uh, the Renton Breweries for expanding their game. Uh, Bickerson's now has a canning line. Oh, yeah. So you can start yeah. finding Bickerson's beers out there a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, Four Generals started bottling. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Um, also note about Bickerson's is they are going to be uh, at least temporarily distributing to a um, startup champagne bar <laughs> that's coming in downtown Kirkland called Pop Culture. Um, so if you're in that area and you want to check out their beer, they're going to be selling that at least for their opening. Yeah, they're not quite open yet. Yeah. We have the inside knowledge on this place. Um, but when they do open, they will have uh, some of those beers for sale if you're in that area and looking for and it. And say hi to Carolyn, the uh, owner and yeah. runner of that place, and tell her that out of all the family members she's related to, that she's the ugliest. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't care to say that she's my sister. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, we, should we explain that? No. Screw uh, her. Screw her, and I support her, and I love her, but screw her. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, anyways... That kind of brings me to my Sacramento trip. Okay, so here, before we get to Sacramento, okay, I want a little update on myself. Okay. I have been finally moving on with my little Cicerone class. Oh, okay. And do you want to talk about Sacramento first, or do you want to know what I've been learning about in this class? I got some serious ba- brewing basics. This could be a little brewing 101 real quick. Let me do my, since we're already on the topic of you know breweries what? we've been to, let me do Sacramento first and then we'll do your brew, your beer For 101. Once, can we let the man talk first? <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Tell me about Sacramento. I actually legitimately want to know about Sacramento. Okay. Give me some details. So this is not going to be too long. So I went to Sacramento this past weekend with a friend of mine uh, who is getting married at uh, Moonraker next year sometime. So we went down there to scout out and um, scout out the location. And then while we were there, Rita, she took me to a few breweries um, in that area. So um, the first one that we went to was Moxa Brewing in Rockland, California. Um, and I have to say, of all of the breweries that we went to down there... Even Moonraker? Even Moonraker. Ooh. I think this was my favorite. And Moonraker, that is 
a to- that is yeah that's a Rubens of the Sacramento area. That's and I will say that there's a good possibility that I rank them so high because I was not I didn't know anything about them. I'd never heard of them. Um, I know other people have heard of them, and and uh, my friend that I was down there with knew that they were very highly rated, but. Um, I didn't know anything about them, and I was blown away. I had uh, the Flocculative Tendencies was the first beer that I had, um, and that was a West Coast IPA. Um, and then I had another hazy IPA after that, which I think was the Universal Layers, um, but I don't remember because I didn't check it in. Um, <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, but I think those are the two that, that I had. Um, and they were just like outstanding they were outstandingly good um the brewery is located in kind of a mall like area like a a, kind of a sprawling strip mall kind of an area okay um also kind of by a lot of like uh you know european car fix it guys or whatever um so you kind of come coming up to it you're not like Blown away sure by the outside of it. Sure, what to expect, yeah. Um, but then I, the beer was just so. When amazing. I see those places, I think, oh, this is probably a restaurant, like type yeah. brewery, like restaurant first, brewery second type place. Yeah, and it wasn't a restaurant; it was definitely a brewery and sure. just a brewery. But um, they were they were amazing, and I would highly recommend it. I brought um, I brought home I think the Universal Layers, and then. Um, the another one called Winter Somewhere, and I look forward to drinking those in a week or two. Yeah. Um, so those will be good. Diet. Uh, next one we went to after that was Moonraker Brewing in Auburn. Um, I did not check my beers in there. We were kind of busy walking around looking at the venue for uh, the friend's wedding. Um, but as always, Moonraker is just one of those breweries that um, is kind of a you have to miss if you're down in that Sacramento area. Uh, nothing really bad to say about them. I'm also very generally excited for my friend to get married there because it's already set up really cute without really having to do anything. So score on them. Are they going to have a three-way down there? <gasps> it probably won't be released by the time their wedding is there. Well, I mean, it there that was released this year. This year. Yeah. Duh. So it probably it won't still be on tap. No, and it won't be the next year's three-way anyway because yeah. they're probably already thinking about something awesome for this year, like yeah. Ravenna or something. Cool. Yeah. Um. The then we went to a place called Crooked Lane. I did also did not check in my beers there. We had some. Do you even have untaps, bro? I do, and I have uh, beers from the other places I went to. So we'll move on to uh, the place we went the next day, Slice, um, which is kind of one that I had heard of before. Um, I had there was a couple of beers that they had released the previous day, the Hyper Skunk, which was a West Coast IPA, and then Tight Quarters, which was an East Coast Hazy IPA. Um, both of them amazing they were really good um they're almost kind of like a video game theme i don't know if i i don't know car- it's kind of got a cartoony video gamey feel to okay. some of their like cans and artwork. how does it feel like compared to like level down in portland which is a video game themed arcade uh i mean it's less arcadey it's okay. definitely a brewery like when you go inside it's it's a brewery mm. like um and it's just a brewery uh but it's it was really good the guys there were super friendly too uh we were asking which other breweries we need to make sure we hit in downtown sacramento the next day so they gave us a couple suggestions um the first of which oh and first and slice by the way is located in lincoln uh one thing i learned while i was down there is that sacramento area is like a series of about 
I don't know, God, 10 different cities that are all like kind of about 40 minutes from Sacramento. So um, pretty much like any of those towns outside, you're going to have to drive to a little bit. But um, there seems to be at least a good stop or two in that area every time. Uh, so the first place we went to in Sacramento, in like Sacramento proper, was a place called Burning Barrel. Um, they were definitely kind of leaning more towards the sour side of things. Um, Nikki had a hazy that was pretty good, but, um, I had a, like a fruited sour that was really, really good. Um, they've also got a series called the Double Jammer. That's kind of that Drucker style, uh, real, um, heavy mouth peel, uh, IPA style. Uh, then I also tried a cafe mocha stout while I was there, which was a lavender, um, chocolate espresso stout. There's a lot of words going on that. Yeah, but it was really good. It was really like balanced. It wasn't too in your face, but really tasty. So I really liked that one a lot. Uh, the next place we went to for lunch was a brewery called Urban Roots. Um, so many breweries. I'm so jealous. I know. I'm, I'm almost done, actually. So that's why I want to do this part before we get into your beer knowledge. Um, I had a... I've checked in four beer, uh, beers from Urban Roots before. You have? What did yeah. you check in? Oh, let's take a look here. I've had a mammal. Okay. I've had a meeting of the minds, 2021. Okay. And I, these are untapped at home, so I've got them from somewhere and brought them home. Uh, juice flowers. Okay. And I don't see where I checked that in. How would you rate them? Uh, let's see. Ooh. The, so the mammal, I gave it a 3.7. The meeting of the minds, a 4.25. The juice flowers, a 4.5. And then urban slice... Urban Roots collaboration with Urban or with Slice, I think. Uh, that was a three seven five. Okay. Um, these are all cans. I remember the. I remember drinking these. I don't remember where I got these though. Anyways, they're from tw- like in the middle of twenty twenty and then twenty twenty one. I want. They may have been ones that uh, were brought back by by Nick. True, or that, or they were uh, beers that I traded with somebody. Oh yeah, could have been that. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, this is draft. Where the hell did I have Bridge and Tunnel? Of course. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Bridge and Tunnel always has m- amazing stuff. And that's was Ju- Okay. That was Ju- uh, July 10th, 21. So recently. When we were down there for, <laughs> for, yeah. for our anniversary. Yeah. Okay. So you recently had them. Yep. Um, I had a West Coast IPA called Guacamole is Extra. Um, guacamole is Extra? Guacamole. Guacamole. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, it's like caramel caramel. I get those stuck. It like gets stuck in a loop in my head. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I would say it was probably like a three seven five or a four. Okay, it was pretty solid. Um, the uh, Nikki had a had the Mexican lager, which looked really good. That looked super crisp and clean. That's what you need this time of the year. Right? Yeah, summers. Oof. Uh, one thing I, I will say about them that I think was more impressive than the uh, beer there was the food. So they're actually also like a, a barbecue smokehouse. Also, so I had the brisket mac and cheese, which was. Really good, but really, really rich. It comes in a like a, I don't know, soup-sized bowl, and it was more food than I could probably ever eat in an entire day. I just want to point out while Sam's describing this food to me, she's just looking me directly in the eyes <laughs> while she's doing it. It's very, very weird, <laughs> just staring right at me. Are you just are you slightly turned on by this food? No, I was just describing the food. Um, Nikki got a pastrami sandwich though, and that looked good. Um, I you, really you are a woman who eat pastrami at any opportunity she has, and you did not get a pastrami sandwich. No, because to me, pas- not all pastrami is created equal, and sometimes I really like pastrami, 
Most okay, let me rephrase that. Most of the time I really like pastrami, but occasionally it's made or cured in a way that I don't like. Um, so I didn't really want to commit to an entire sandwich without having tried it. However, if I were ever to go back, I would get the pastrami sandwich. One hundred percent. It was so good. Um uh, yeah, so that was the food there. Um the last place that we went to um was device brewing you in got Sacramento. Me a shirt from there. I did get you. Maybe a shirt I'll wear from that there. shirt today when we go to Brewmaster's Tap Room in oh. beautiful Renton, Washington. Oh, I'm gonna have so many seltzers for trivia on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Free advertisement. That'll be a hundred dollars. Not free. yeah. Um, and I had Nikki did a taster there, and so I tried most of the beers that she had on her taster before she tried them because she was uh had a little scratchy throat. This is COVID time, Sam. You're not I supposed to. I tried them you. first. What if you had COVID and or i shouldn't have covid because i've been vaccinated and i don't have any symptoms breakthrough sam come on all right anyway so of all the ones that i tried from her the one that i liked the most was probably the curious haze and that's the one that i got the pint of and i think that that's their flagship beer also um so we got a four pack of that to come back and then we also got a four pack of a pineapple hazy that they had um, which I have not tried yet, but I'm pretty excited to crack that open in about a week and a half when Matt's done with his keto diet challenge. I mean, I can have the occasional beer. I've been really good about not eating any carbs, so the occasional you have beer been really good about not kill eating me. Carbs. I am, and I'm looking. Wow. Yeah. Well, you just have to make sure that you like keep up with like parts of it when you're no, done. No, when I'm done, I'm just gonna eat a bowl of Chex Mix. Okay, then that then the whole thing will have been. There's Chex Mix directly behind you right now. Gross. I don't really next, like Chex Mix. Next to peanuts. Which I also don't really like. How do you not like peanuts? I mean, I'm fine with them in the shell, but like, I don't know. You just like the raw dog peanuts? No. Huh, I thought you liked peanuts. No, it's like, no, not really. I said peanuts. Anyway. You're immature, bro. Uh, so then that was the last stop that we made um, in Sacramento. And then after that, we went to the airport and got on the plane and came home. All right. Good trip. Yeah, it was a good trip. I was. It, That's it a lot was, of beer in a couple days. I mean, it was three days, and we went to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven breweries, which is not quite in my, like my numbers. Yeah, but they're still good numbers. Well, the last day that we were there, uh, before we went to the airport, um, I had two nine ounces at the burn at Burning Barrel, uh, the one beer at Urban Roots, and the one beer at Device. So altogether, it was about three beers total. Mm. Okay. And it was spaced out after over a couple hours. So, yeah. all right. Well, that's good. It sounds like a good trip. Uh, mm-hmm. Our next trip is in a couple of weeks. Where are we going? Chicago. Chicago. So, uh, in the next couple of days, I'm going to reach out to some uh, beer experts in Chicago and see what we can do. See, we're going to hit up and try to make a list of deliciousness. Uh, there will be some random exploring. There will be some beer coming home with us. Yes, there will. Yes, so um, I'm excited for that. If you have any recommendations for Chicago breweries, and if you say um, Goose Island, I will punch you in the nipple. Oh, one thing that I uh, that Nikki had suggested when we were coming back was she brought like a a handful of uh, gallon Ziploc bags. Oh, cool. Um, and you can fit a four pack perfectly in a gallon Ziploc bag, mm-hmm. and they pack a lot nicer than keeping them in that like little plastic thing that they attaches at the top. And I also learned that if we really had to, um, I could just smuggle them in my butt. Uh, they also the plastic bags are reusable, so you don't have to worry about like disposing. So I'm not going to smuggle any of the cans in my butt. I would prefer if you didn't, because I don't think I'll drink them if they've been there. 
nerd. Where else are you supposed to put your beers in? But this is stupid. Anyways, all right, cool. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, that was my trip to Sacramento, and I think now we can shift the conversation back to you. Yeah, let me, <laughs> again, can we let a man talk for a minute? God. Mm-hmm. This is 2021. All right, so, all right, before, let's, I actually have two things I want to go down first. Okay. First, uh, we have not done your updated, your favorite beer city. Uh, since oh. we have traveled to different things since then, um, Sacramento is not on this list. My apologies. Okay. But there are still some good cities. So, as of now, we are in round three. We have Portland, Oregon that's moved on so far, and Bellingham, Washington. Now we have to go, we'll, do, we'll get a couple in here. Ready? So, the first city is Yakima. The home of the hops. Okay. Versus I, uh, it's just a fan favorite of myself, Portland, Maine. Ooh. Portland, Maine, has some damn good stuff. Really starting with it, Bissell Brothers. A, I was gonna say they they do have Bissell Brothers going for them. Um, what's that one on the like river that they have? Too? Oh, yeah, <laughs> you mean the ocean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember which one it is, but yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but it was really cute. Um. I'm going to have to give it to Yakima just because it is the home of the hops and they do have. What an upset in my I mind. Know. But like, what's your favorite brewery? And in, in, I mean, Single Hill probably, but. Single Hill. <laughs> wandering uh, Hop. Yeah, Wandering Hop. I just think there's so many to choose from out there. I know there's some that are, you know, not, that are just kind of standard. Uh, are you talking about Bell Breaker? Not necessarily, but. Yeah, I think they could fall into that category um, just because, although I feel like the last time they were there, we were there, they were putting out more um, like mm. seasonal varieties. And they have, I mean, what Yakima has that nobody else has, Freshies. Yeah, the Fresh Hop Festival is kind of the one thing that's like going to push me over the edge with them. Um, there's just so many Freshies. Yeah. And there's so there's little just, time for me to drink yeah. all the Freshies. Oh. Yeah, so I'll give it to Yakima. All right, cool. Yakima, moving on. Next one, we have a beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia that we will soon be able to visit, and I will probably visit it by myself to golf in the next upcoming weeks. Okay. Versus uh, a place where I'm also going in the next month, Las Vegas, Nevada. Basically, uh, Vancouver and their gazillion breweries versus beer zombies. So this is Vancouver, BC. Mm-hmm. Versus beer, beer zombies. zombies. Oh. Which is delicious. Beer Zombies is just a favorite of mine. Oh, and that sandwich shop mm-hmm. next door? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, and, and, and uh, Beer Zombies is now brewing, too. They, like, they, they are? They went from a bottle shop, they doing a lot of collaborations with people, to they have a brewery now. Uh, where is it? Is it? It's in Vegas somewhere. Do they have to have like a different location? So the Probably, but I, uh, our friend Schmatty has brought home some of their beers, or <laughs> was able to get them online or whatever. And so... Hmm. that's a hard one because i mean initially i want to give it to vancouver for the variety and the fact that you can make that kind of a beer destination Mm -hmm. uh whereas vegas to me is not a beer destination although abel baker Mm -hmm. is really good too um and beer zombies is just a a outstanding tap room like that is a tap room that um other people who are considering opening tap rooms should go visit to see uh, what a good tap room looks like. But brass, Although it's really small. Um, but BC, you got Brass Neck, which is really good. A Storm, where they had all of those kind of weird, funky, um, and it was just pissing rain when we were there. Parallel 49, which is the big one. Um, 33 Acres, where you have that sweatshirt from. The oh, one yeah. that just says beer on it. Um, faculty, we've been to. 
Faculty was the one we went to accidentally, right? Mm-hmm. Where we like pulled up to go to a different brewery and, and we like, like stepped out of the car and we were like, oh, we're standing in front of a brewery. That's See, that's the cool part about BC is yeah. like literally, hey, there's a brewery blocked down. Let's just park here. Oh, never mind. There's a brewery right here too. Uh, Main Street, which is another good brewery. So there's options. There's options. I'm not trying to steer you in one way or the other, but mm. Abel Baker, Beer Zombies, both delicious. There's one more that's next to Abel Baker's too, but I'm spacing on right now. Yeah, I know what one you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. I'm going to have to give it to Vancouver because I think they have more variety and you can make a destination of it. Although I'm going to I'm going to say that I I almost went with Vegas because I think the highs might be a little higher. Okay. So, but we're But the, unfortunately there's just not a if there was like one other brewery in Vegas that I had thought of that I was like, "Ooh, I'm really blown away by it." Mm-hmm. I probably would have said Vegas, but also, pretty much nobody goes to Vegas just to go to the breweries. Yeah, it's you're going, that you, you're going you, to the Strip. Yeah. yeah, you go to Vegas to go to Vegas. And like, if you, you go to the breweries because you get bored of Vegas. All right, you ready for the next one? Okay. We have New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. Home of so cool places like... Urban South. Urban South, uh, Courtyard, NOLA, uh, or New Orleans Lager and Ale, which is just NOLA Brewing. Uh, I think we went to Second Line while we were there. Versus... Milwaukee, mm. Milwaukee, which has a bunch of other good stuff, um, but this is my brain kicking in and not working. Uh, Broken Bat will be in one third okay. space. Um, Eagle Park, which was really really good. Uh, Mobcraft, City Lights, which was actually the, the arena there. Indeed, where you got your mask. Black Husky, where we. Did oh, you get yeah. a sweatshirt from Black Husky? Yeah, I did. You were wearing yeah. that the other day, in fact. Yes, I was. All right, so in Company, which is another one. Hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go. I'm going to. Do you need to phone a friend? Yeah, I kind of do. I ca- I feel like this is the s- a similar problem that I was having between like Vegas and BC, where it's, you know, I think the highs are a little bit higher in New Orleans, but you don't necessarily go to New Orleans to drink beer. Um, and Milwaukee, but Milwaukee has a little bit more. They options. have a baseball team called the, the Brewers. Brewers. Yeah. If you if Milwaukee lost in New Orleans, they might just end the city. Just like well, the city's closed. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Milwaukee because I don't think that they have. You know, also it's the home of Paps. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and fuck them for closing Olympia. I know, I know, I know. We're, we're all still mad about that. Suck my cans of beer in my butt. All right, all right, all right. So let's let's move on. We got two, three more. In fact, sorry, Scotland versus Boston. We got a whole country here versus Boston, including Treehouse. You know, that's the suburbs. Let's just throw you know so the surroundingish area. I'm gonna give it to Boston. Yeah, it's not really a debate there. Scotland kind of Scotland has, has like beers. it has brew dogs and what was it Tenmans Tenmans. The one yeah. that's just like oh. they're basically their Budweiser. Yeah, and they they also have the one other little craft brewery, the American style, which is okay at most. Anyways, next one we have the whole entire Caribbean. Ooh, Caribs. It's just Carib the beer versus Astoria, Oregon. I'm gonna give it to Astoria. Not even close. Fort George takes it all. <laughs> all right, the last one, Vancouver, Washington. Okay, so we got a trapdoor. Heathen. Mm-hmm. Good one so far, and Denver, Colorado. Denver. I'm already writing it in, so don't worry. All right, so now uh, we're in our next round. We'll give you a little uh, 
insight of what's going on. I'll give you the matchups for next week, and you can think about it, all right? Okay. And by next week, do you mean like a month from now yeah, when we actually up. podcast? After here? Chicago. Anyway, we've got Portland versus Bellingham, Yakima versus Vancouver, BC, Milwaukee versus Boston, Astoria versus Denver. Ooh, Astoria versus Denver. That's going to be a good one. Yep, yep, yep. Anyways, let's move on to our very last thing. So I'm taking a very basic Cicerone class. It's okay, just telling so me it, what are those four things that go into LB? I am going to talk about that right away. But first, let me talk about the units I've covered. Okay. Uh, so I've covered water three <laughs> three units of the 13. Okay. Been moving real slow. I've only had this for a year now. Uh, the first one is introduction to beer. Second one, understanding flavor. And we're going to talk about beer ingredients, beer flavor, and the brewing process. Okay. That's what I just finished yesterday. So anyways, beer ingredients. There are four things that make up beer. Can you tell me them? Grass. Grass. That's what bad beer tastes like, yeah. Uh, Water, hops, yeast, and malt. Every go. It's not, so I can't give you full credit because it's not the order that I've written down, which is malt, hops, yeast, and water. Sorry. You have to think about what's in my head. Anyways. We're not in your head considering the circumstance. But sometimes, as of right now, sometimes you can use other ingredients such as corn, rice, oats, rye, to get, f- or you can ad- add other neato things like fruit, mm-hmm. spices, chocolate, chili peppers, coffee. Mm-hmm. Some places have added marijuanas. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that one beer. Oh, the Silver City one yeah, that just tastes I, like a fucking pothead's pocket. Yeah, that beer is not for me. I know there, there I know a handful of people who really like it, but. That that beer made my tummy hurt. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but Silver City props for, props for trying. Yeah. Uh, so the first beer ingredient. Let's talk about malt. Okay. What do you know about malt, Sam? Uh, it can be malted barley. Okay, it can be malted barley or, or wheat. malted wheat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, usually they have to cut it down and then they dry it out. Yeah. That's this. That's the second line. Are you reading my my notes? No, I'm not actually. Uh, maybe you know something about beer. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, grains can, are soaked in water to initiate growth, but then dried before the plant emerges from the seed. We learned that actually in whiskey making. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, when we were at Spay Bank. Yes. Spay Bank? Spank Bank, actually. Did I say it wrong? I don't know. We have this. It's right over there, but in Campbelltown, yes. Spring Bank. Spring Bank. Sorry. It just makes me think of Spank Bank. Anyways. Uh no, uh where they uh make their whiskey the very traditional way and they have um like a big uh drying room for their malt. Most most breweries buy their malt. Yeah. Well the, the cool about that place is they would lay it down and then wait for it to germinate and then and then go and Mm-hmm. But they had these like giant rooms that they would have to lay it out in for it to dry, and then somebody would have to come in there with a rake, like a Zen garden, and move it around so it would all dry out. I just assume that not. Like, how can not every cat in that town just want to be like, woohoo, poop? Oh yeah, they've got to figure. Yeah, that's like, a good point. Yeah, because cats, 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 cats would see out that and just want to poop in it. Like this is the biggest litter box ever. <laughs> the cats would love that so yeah. much. <laughs> anyway, so uh, malt provides the sugar mm-hmm. that's converted into. Alcohol during fermentation. Well, malt can also be roasted to make a darker beer. That's what I'm getting to that, all right? Okay. So malt also provides color and flavor to the beer. Malt flavors are often referred to as bakery flavors. Uh, pale to golden beers, they have a tend of a, a bread, flour, white bread, white cracker flavor to it. Amber beers will have kind of a bread crust, biscuit, toast, caramel, especially when it comes to color. And then brown to black beers, kind of nuts, toffee, chocolate, espresso. Yep. And it goes by the length of how long you roast it for. So when you hear like caramel, you know, 10, 20, 40, 60, 80, that's the, how dark it is. Anyways, next beer ingredient, 
hops. Hops. And this is my favorite part, and this is what's growing in our garden right now. They, we yeah. have some cashmere hops going. They grow on vines. Vines. They grow on vines. Mm-hmm. Um, they provide the both the bitterness and the flavor and aroma mm-hmm. of the beer. They're also a preserving agent for the beer. Mm-hmm. So uh, think about everything we're talking about right now. I absolutely already know, so I'm just kind of like skimming over things. It's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But it's good reinforcement, and there's like little nuggets in there that I actually don't remember or kind of forgot over time. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I do remember when we went to the uh, did the Guinness tour in Ireland, mm-hmm. and we got to the first floor, and it's all it's all just like here are the four ingredients of beer. Look at this and, water. And I was like, looked at Matt, and I was like, did we pay forty bucks to get in here? Because this is the dumbest tour ever. And he's like, no, there's like five more floors, and mm-hmm. it gets better as you go. And yeah, I was like, they, oh, okay. You get free beer along the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, what actually, and it makes sense, but I never really thought about it. Historically, hops from different regions pretended to provide the same flavor. So you think about uh, noble hops from the UK. So Fuggle, East Kent Goldings, they're kind of earthy and herbal. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's no flavor. Um, Germany, they tend to be like Hallertau and Saas, uh, floral, spicy, and minty. You get that in a lot of the German beers where there's a little bit more uh, Which body is also a flavor there. you get in a lot of German food. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, U.S. tends to be more citrusy a little more or, or piney. Which tends to be very accurate. Think about our like Cascade, Centennial, mm-hmm. uh, Chinook, also be very, very, very piney. Mm-hmm. But now everything is like just a citrus bomb, like yeah. citra. And but you know everything's a little bit different now as the United States is growing different types of hops. Now we got our German hops. There's French hops now. We have New Zealand, Australian mm-hmm. hops, South African hops. Well, and I think that um, I mean. Also, within the regions, there's a lot more experimental mm-hmm. uh, varieties of hops well, that yeah, are well, coming out. Washington like, State yeah. and Oregon State are just like, hey, let's produce as many new hops as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so they mentioned like today, regional rules don't always apply because uh, a wider range of flavors is now possible. We have more tropical fruit flavors with the blending of uh, with hops. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can also get garlic and green onion flavors. We can get pickle flavors. Oh, mm. the the uh, Soriachi Ace. Yeah, suck my balls. I hate that hop. Don't well, breweries don't use that hop. I know, just don't, don't use it. Uh, the last ingredient. What is it? Well, you oh, only I mean, named two. Well, I mean, water. I don't know Fuck how it, much we can talk about water, but it's water. It's water. Water can change the like the. There's different minerals that can make it in, but the last big one. Yeast. Yeast. Um. So they come from a thing called yeast infections? No, that doesn't seem right. Gross. That's what sour beers is made from. Uh, so yeast, living organism, converts sugar into CO2 and ethanol. Okay. Which is during fermentation. Uh, yeast can all give you flavors, too. Like that banana flavor from Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. That's yeast, baby. Or that really stone fruity flavor you get from Quebec. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fu- the funky stone fruitness. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, you also can get spicy flavors. You can get uh, sour flavors from it, like you know, a wild yeast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's you or, know yeast. Yeah. Um, and then water. Water is majority of the beer. Contains minerals, so sometimes you have to change that. I do think. I mean, I know that um, that's not always the biggest driver, but I do think that's something that a lot of brewers, and especially in places like Arizona, where the water. It's not good. Yeah, it doesn't taste very good for out of the tap. Like, um, I know that some brewers have to take into consideration what the actual pH balances of the tap water versus what they want to brew with. And so, um, while out here we are really lucky to have re- um, just really good drinking water, it hasn't not every like two months. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but 
<laughs> still. Uh, overall, yeah. Um, overall, we have pretty good drinking water, and we don't have to take that into as much of consideration, but that is a challenge for some brewers in different areas, so just wanted to kind of point that out. Do you want to hear more of it? I got a little bit more. Okay. Are you good? How, what are we doing on time? We're at 50 minutes right now. Okay, let's do a little bit more. All right, so let's talk about the difference between ale and lagers. Oh, okay. This is a common question that people ask on things because it makes sense. I see a lager, I see an ale, and those are the only real types of beer. What are the difference? Well, it has a to do with lager is uh, fermented at a lighter, uh, cooler temperature. It's cooler temperature, indeed, that is true. But the biggest difference is how it's fermented, top versus bottom. Okay. Lagers fermented from the bottom. Ales are at the top. There's technically do different types of yeast. Lagers tend to not get any flavor from the yeast, so that's why brewers need to be perfect with it because it is all flavors from the hops and the, the hops or from the grains. The grain. Ales you can tend to hide a little bit more. It's like traditionally, if you are maybe not the best brewer in the world, you can make a darker beer because you're hiding everything with yeast with grains. But with an ale, or sorry, with a lager. With heavier flavors. Yeah, with, yep. So but with a lager, it's going to be clean. It's going to be exactly how mm-hmm. you make it. So you need to be good. So that's why if you talk to a lot of breweries, if they go to a new brewery, first thing you want to drink is their lager. See how good they are. See how good that brewer is. Um, and that's it. And then the last section is how the, the steps that uh, beer is made. Milling. So when you ex- uh, expose the starch, uh, malt starches, mm-hmm. so you crack open the malt and get everything out of there. Uh, mashing, when you mix it with hot water, mm-hmm. becomes turns into the wort. Mm-hmm. Uh, you boil it, hop the the water. <laughs> the wort is boiled. Then you add the hops to add bitterness and flavor. Although not so much bitterness now as there used to be. Before back in the day, to that think of a two thousand three IPA. That's all bitter, bitter and hops yeah. in there. So you're putting it at boil or at a yeah at boil. So at sixty minutes essentially. Now it's basically at flame out mm-hmm. or whirlpool. Add real late addition, so let's get that real juicy flavor of the hops mm-hmm. imposed. So that's kind of fun. Um, and then we have fermentation. The wort's cooled. You throw the yeast into a fermentation or the beer into a fermentation tank. Let the yeast do its thing, mm-hmm. and then uh, you finish and pack it, and boom, in my belly. And then you drink it. So that's what I learned. Okay. That's it. I mean, so if you just basically wanted that beer class, I gave it to you. But there's actually way more that's included. That's are those a, are those your notes or their notes? Those are my notes. Okay, took a lot of notes. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm trying to pass. Okay, yeah, I don't think there's a fail on this. You just have to take the class. Yeah. So, anyways, do you want to? Should we run down the end of our episode now? Sure. All right. Do you have a beer of the week? Um, I'm gonna give it to the Moxa, um, the flocculative, flocculative tendencies. Um, just because I thought that was a a real that was like a surprise to me and a just very solid beer. I actually had a beer this week, but I've had very little beers this week. So I'm gonna give it to uh, let's do some more time by Dubtown Brewing. Okay. Because it's a new IPA they're doing, and it's uh, West Coast, East Coast. It's a hazy. Okay. It's a hazy. I don't think they had that the last time I was there. Is no, it pretty it, new? Yeah, it's very new. It has a lot of check-ins. Um. But Jason's doing a good job there. Yeah, no, I definitely am. Uh, been pleasantly surprised with some of the stuff that they've been pumping out lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped by there the uh, Friday, I think, that you were out in Ross Lake and had a couple beers, and I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, so. I also really like what they're doing with seltzers. 
Yeah. Which I think is kind of interesting. And I know this is not a seltzer podcast, but they have just kind of like a base seltzer and then they have flavors that you can add to it. So you can like have like a cherry lime seltzer and then you can be like, mm, I want it a little more limey and they can add a little bit more lime to it. So uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but expect something just like that at Dubtown. Or, uh, at Dubtown? No, at Dubtown, but at Bickerson. Thank you. Yeah. I heard that they're going to do adopt the same kind of idea. Um, and I, I like it. I'm pleased with it. I think it, uh, I think it is kind of a fun twist on Celsius. Mm-hmm. Give you a variety without having to give yourself a lot of variety. Yeah. So anyways, thank you for listening. You can follow me at, uh, the Matt Holt on almost everything. Okay. And I'm Samwise206 on whatever social media I'm on. Thanks for listening, folks. And, and goodbye. Thank you for listening.